This is the 5 a.m. Miracle, episode number 456, Fear and the Pursuit of a Higher Calling. Good morning, and welcome to the 5 a.m. Miracle. I am Jeff Sanders, and this is the podcast dedicated to dominating your day before breakfast. My goal here is to help you bounce out of bed with enthusiasm, create powerful, lifelong habits, and tackle your grandest goals with extraordinary energy. In the episode this week, I'll break down the amazing power of fear, how to clarify what you want in life, and how you can break through the fears that are holding you back from your own higher calling. Let's get to it. You didn't come this far to only come this far. You know, I don't know you, but if I had to guess, I would say that you believe you have more to give, more to pursue, more to accomplish, and definitely more to experience in your life. But there is something holding you back. There is something stopping you right now from making a different choice. Let's change that. In the episode this week, we're going to dig into fear and even more so what it means to break through your fears and pursue a higher calling to do something significant with your life. Now, I'm going to back this up just a bit to episode 453, just a few weeks ago in this podcast, where I discussed 10 strategies to determine what you were meant to do with your life, with your career, a lot of strategies to help you kind of make those big choices about what to do with your time here on earth. And one of the comments that I received based upon that episode was from a longtime listener of this show. Her name is Melissa Arbuckle, and I asked Melissa if I could read her comment here on the podcast and then break it down and discuss more of what she said. And I, I really I asked her this question because what she said, I think, is spot on to what it means to have legitimate questions about fear really great questions about imposter syndrome, really great questions about what it means to say, I have a dream, a fantasy, a goal. I have something I want, but I've got some apprehension about it. I've got some fears that maybe they're legitimate. Maybe they're not. Maybe they're good. Maybe they're healthy, or maybe you're just holding yourself back and procrastination has won out. Melissa's comment is great. And so I'm going to dig into it. And we're going to break it down line by line because every single element of fear and the pursuit of a higher calling is baked into these few sentences. So here it is. Melissa said, I know what I want to do, which is lead workshops and do public speaking. I have an idea about how to get started, but I am paralyzed by the fear of putting myself out there and what people will think. Who does she think she is? What a joke. Eye rolls, etc." I also can't properly articulate why I want to do this, and I feel like I need some kind of high moral reason to pursue something like that. First of all, this is a great comment, and Melissa, thank you very much for this comment. I appreciate this as well as you being a listener of the show for such a long time. So now let's break this down line by line. We're going to start right at the top. Number one, Melissa says, I know what I want to do which is lead workshops and do public speaking. So what she's referring to here is the what should you do aspect of your life, which is a big win here for her because most people don't know what they want, and she does. Clarifying, identifying specifically 
what it is that you want is one of the biggest hurdles in careers, in life, in the pursuit of the next goal. Uh, There's a reason why the very first thing I did after college graduation was to start a blog called Graduated and Clueless. That was the name of the blog, the name of the website, and the name of the first book that I wrote that no one really read, Graduated and Clueless. I had an education, but I didn't know what to do with it. So if you have clarity on who you are, where you're going, what it is that you want, I can't even begin to personally express what a huge win that is because that gives you such a huge leg up on literally everyone else. (laughs) Knowing what you want is a ginormous win. If you don't know what you want, if the aspect of what should I do with my life, how do I pursue a higher calling if I don't know even what it is I would even try to do, I have fears maybe or just confusion. Well, ultimately, you're going to need some exposure and self-awareness. You connect the dots between what's available and what you can provide to the rest of the world. In a nutshell, that's what it is. If you go back to the episode 453, I break down a lot more about those concepts. Uh, But for today, I want to focus, first of all, on Melissa's kind of big win here that she knows what she wants to do. So for her, the fear and the higher calling, uh, we're going to get to that in just a second. But the foundation for the conversation is that she already has clarity. We already know where we're going. Now it's more of a question of specifically how to get there. And then the obstacles along the way, we're going to have to break through to make that possible. Now, the second line in her comments said, I have an idea about how to get started. Getting started oftentimes for most people is the hardest part. Knowing where to begin is such an important aspect of this challenge to take on a new goal. Because oftentimes what happens is we might have an idea, but we don't know what to do with it, so we do nothing. We have plenty of ideas. I've got creative ideas for a thousand projects I could pursue. The vast majority of those projects, though, have gone nowhere besides the idea existing, either in my head or even on paper, which is a big first step for most people, myself included. But that's not really starting. Doing something, taking action, beginning is where it all starts. Now, being willing to try your idea and possibly fail, that's actually pretty big. For most people, once again, we have tons of ideas. We can think of ideas all day long. But being willing to actually pursue the idea with a real action and the knowledge and the willingness to accept the reality that failure is possible, that's huge. Fear is such a powerful force that stops us from even considering the idea to be legitimate at all. Fear would tell you your idea is bad. Fear will tell you you have a terrible thought and it's going to go nowhere and it's never going to work. That's what the voice of fear will tell you. So if Melissa here has an idea on how to begin, that's obviously a great place to start. If you have an idea for your next big goal, if you think you know how to even start that next idea and begin to pursue it, awesome. Taking that first step is the thing that leads to That's right, the second step and the third and the fourth thing was on and on. Once again, for most people, most projects go absolutely nowhere. So if you have an idea that you are so excited about, so jazzed about, that you're actually willing to do anything about it, anything tangible about it, that's a big win. And that will lead to you having more information you can then use to pivot and make better choices down the road. Number three. 
Melissa said, but I am paralyzed by the fear of putting myself out there and what people will think. Who does she think she is? What a joke. The eye rolls, etc. I love this one. This is the part, the best part of the entire comment. I'm going to break this one down to two separate parts. The first one is the fear around public feedback. This is the whole thing. I mean, really, when it comes down to all the projects you could pursue, the goals and the ambitions you have, honestly, most of it has nothing to do with you. It has to do with other people. Maybe your goal is to climb Mount Everest. Let's just use that as the, you know, the best big goal example that everyone tends to use. Most people aren't going to back away from Mount Everest because Mount Everest is tall or cold or deadly. They're going to back away because of the public feedback, embarrassment, shame, humiliation, failure, all those things that other people would tell them about the goal they were trying to pursue. When we think of our goals through the lens of someone else's perception of us and our possible failure, the goal is dead. Already, it's over. That's the number one way to kill a dream is to ask, what would someone else think of this dream of mine? It's, it's gone. Your dream is just completely useless now because you have found a reason to kill it before it even had legs to begin with. The fear of public feedback is real. Like everyone experiences this. I experience this constantly for all of my possible projects. Like this is not an uncommon thing. But what it is, is an acknowledgement that public feedback is a ginormous obstacle that we're just going to skirt around. We're just not going to even consider it. And here's the counterpoint. What if your goal was to be really great at journaling? I use journaling because journaling is private. So there is no fear of public embarrassment, assuming you don't share your journal online or with anybody else. If the journal really is just for you, it's a private thing, and your goal is to get better at journaling, no one has to know if you're bad at it. Nobody has to care. No one's ever going to see your progress on day one to day 10 to day 100. No one's going to see it. No one's going to know, which in large part is extremely freeing. That's the liberating aspect of a goal that is private. So can you begin this journey of your bigger goal, but do so behind closed doors? in order to build the confidence and weaken that fear of somebody else having a negative opinion. Because ultimately, you're going to have public feedback at some point. Now, maybe, maybe the public version of this is just your parents or your neighbor or someone else you know, in your community, or maybe it literally is out in the world so everyone could judge what it is that you're doing or how bad you're doing this. The thing about this is we have to be able to get to a point where the goals we're pursuing could be on a public stage. For Melissa, it's literally a stage. But for you, your goal might be to be out and be visible and to be okay with where it is, to be okay with the fact that this goal, it kind of might not do so well. It kind of might suck. And to be okay with it sucking, like that's a hard place to get to. Unless you have built the confidence and you have the practice to improve. So that could mean that your best goals start in private. So Melissa could do public speaking in her house by herself with no one home. It could start there. And then maybe it goes to, I don't know, a podcast. Maybe it goes to another a local speaking club. Maybe it goes somewhere small and then ramps up over time to bigger and bigger stages, bigger audiences, bigger opportunities. 
that's where these journeys begin. They begin with you, with the idea, taking action, and taking action in private to build the skills, build the confidence, weaken those fears, and to begin to pursue the more public journey down the road. What if in 2024, you got a little bit better every day? When you're learning a new language with my sponsor, Babbel, that's exactly what you're doing. And if Babbel can help you start speaking a new language in just three weeks, imagine what you could do in a full year. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Finally achieve your new language goal in 2024 with Babbel the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Babbel's convenient courses have helped me to learn real-life conversation skills in German, including ordering food and asking for directions without having to rely on language apps while traveling. Babbel has over 16 million subscriptions sold. Plus, all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Now, here's a special limited-time deal for my listeners. Right now, get 55% off your Babbel subscription, but only for my listeners at babbel.com slash 5am. Get 55% off at babbel.com slash 5am, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash 5am. Rules and restrictions may apply. Fast forward to the end of 2024 and think about your goals. What can you do right now to give yourself the best chance of succeeding? If you want to learn a new language, you absolutely should check out my sponsor, Babbel. Finally achieve your new language goal in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Babbel has over 16 million subscriptions sold, and studies from Yale, Michigan State University, and others continue to prove Babbel is better. One study found that using Babbel for 15 hours is equivalent to a full semester at college. Babbel's convenient courses have helped me to learn real-life conversation skills in German, including ordering food and asking for directions, without having to rely on language apps while traveling. Now, here's a special limited-time deal for my listeners. Right now, get 55% off your Babbel subscription, but only for my listeners at babbel.com slash 5am. Get 55% off at babbel.com slash 5am, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash 5am. Rules and restrictions may apply. Now, part two of Melissa's comments, I have labeled as, do you deserve the goal? When Melissa said, who does she think she is? Or someone speaking about Melissa saying this. Who does Melissa think she is? What a joke. Oh, the eye rolls, right? All those comments of, does Melissa deserve her goal? Do you deserve your goal? What that phrase, who does she think she is, translates to is, I don't deserve the outcome. I am not worthy. I am not qualified. Someone else is better, faster, smarter, sexier, wealthier, more connected, more suited, and more deserving than me. That's what this phrase is saying. And this is real. We all experience this. We know what that feeling is, what that voice in our head sounds like, asking that question, do I really deserve this? 
And this is the imposter syndrome. This is thinking that somehow someone else deserves that dream and you don't. That somehow someone else is better suited for the dream that you hold in your head. It's just not true. Anyone else who is doing what you want to do also felt the same fears and also felt like they never deserved to be where they are. Because here's a key thing. No one deserves their choices. They just make them and become their choices. One more time here. No one deserves the goals they're achieving. They do not. But they make the choices and take the actions to achieve them, and they become those choices. They become those goals over time because at some point down the line, they made a decision that said, whether I deserve this or not, here we go. I'm on the journey. I've begun. This is happening. Like That's all this is. It's a willingness to say, I don't care whether I deserve this or not. I don't care if someone else is more qualified or better than I am. Well, how are you going to get better than they are if you don't start, if you don't practice, if you don't fail sometimes, learn from those mistakes and improve? It's a process, right? This is not going to be zero to 100 in one day. This entirety of pursuing something, a higher calling, if you want to call it that, well, that's a, a bigger thing, right? It's a lifelong endeavor. It's a process. It's a journey. And it takes time. And anybody else who is further on that journey than you is just further along. They started a while ago. So to compare you now to them there, no, that's a false comparison. And that will kill dreams immediately. So really do your best to ask yourself, how can I get past this question of do I deserve the goal and get to the question of how can I get started now? How can I begin today? Because that's so much more powerful. And number four, uh, the next section of her comments said, I also can't properly articulate why I want to do this. Here's an easy answer for you. You don't have to know why. Not really. Uh, Knowing why can be helpful with some goals and some scenarios, but it's not required. There is no obligation to fully, specifically articulate the exact why you want to do something that you have a feeling is important to you. Right? The emotional aspect of saying, this is something I think I want, that's enough. You do not have to logically write down on paper with a perfectly formed paragraph, here's the rationale for why I'm pursuing goal XYZ. You may get there over time, but you do not need that up front, and you may never need that because the emotion of wanting something, the desire, that driving force behind what it is you're pursuing, that could be enough. You know, for me, as a good example here, you know, I want to be a public speaker. I am a public speaker because I really enjoy being on stage, which is probably my ego, right? I also love to help people at the same time, which is great. I find public speaking to be energizing and fun. It pays well. And I get to share my own life experiences, lessons, and stories. And it's just such a cool experience, right? I really enjoy doing it. That's it. That's not some higher calling than some you know fancy piece of paper. It's not an ancient scroll that somebody had to unravel to explain to me how I got to pursue something that's a higher calling. You know, nothing from my own why is that specific or unique or even that interesting. It's just true. It's just the emotion behind the goal. It's just, I like it. 
I enjoy it. I want to do more of it. I want to get paid to do it. Okay, cool. Let's go do more of it. That's all it has to be. Also, the more you do the thing you want to do, the more reasons you'll discover about why you want to continue and improve over time, which is also known as just go do the thing, right? Pursue what you're after and let the questions answer themselves in your journey, on your pursuit. So don't procrastinate here because you can't answer this question well right now. That's fine. You don't have to wait to pursue the goal because you don't exactly know why you're doing it. Why is it a nice thing to get to later, but you don't need it up front? And finally, the last sentence that Melissa wrote to us in this wonderful comment here was, I feel like I need some kind of high moral reason to pursue something like that. Now, this is very similar to what I just said, but there's a little tweak here. No, you do not need a special or moral or highbrow reason to do what it is you want to do. You can do what you want to do because you want to do it, and that's enough. Now, I began the episode by saying, you didn't come this far to only come this far, which, by the way, is a quote that I stole from somebody else. But I said, you didn't come this far to only come this far. I believe you have more to give, more to pursue, more to accomplish, and more to experience in your life. Now, the higher calling in this case is just simply not accepting your current reality as your final reality. Now, one more time here. The higher calling you think you're pursuing is just simply not accepting your current reality as your final reality. You're not done. We're not finished. You're alive. Your heart is beating. You're not done yet. The goals will continue. More things will happen. You have more to give, more to pursue, more to accomplish, more to experience. And the higher calling in all of this is the pursuit of more, is the pursuit of better, is the pursuit of evolution and improvement and personal growth. See the through line here in this podcast? This is what I talk about all the time. If you have a dream, an idea, a thought about doing something new and exciting, act on it. Do the thing you want to do. Let the higher calling find you as you pursue something that just bounces you out of bed bright and early. That's the thing. The higher calling is the thing that draws you out of bed at 5 a.m. and says, let's go do this. Doesn't that sound awesome? I am jazzed to do this. Yeah, 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 let's go. That has to be a higher calling. What else could be that says I am that excited to let, to pursue something? I'm not just going to stay in bed all day because I'm bored with my life. Because I'm just tired all the time. What if your life was filled with so much enthusiasm and energy and pizzazz that you just said, my goodness, I get to go do this thing. Isn't that amazing? And for the action step this week, take one small step forward today. The best time to begin, of course, is right now. And the best first step to take needs to be an easy one. Build that momentum by beginning where you are and then progressing slowly forward from there. You know what you want. Just go get it. JeffSanders.com slash 456 is the place to go for the episode notes. And of course, subscribe to this podcast in the app you're using right now or go to JeffSanders.com slash subscribe. That's all I've got for you here on the 5 a.m. Miracle Podcast this week. Until next time, you have the power to change your life, and the fun begins bright 
and early. Hey, it's Jeff Sanders, and I'm here to tell you about Greg McEwen and his amazing show, The Greg McEwen Podcast, part of the Yap Media Network. Want to achieve more by doing less, all while avoiding burnout? You can design a life that really matters with Greg McEwen, author of New York Times bestsellers, Effortless and Essentialism. His mission is to help you advocate and negotiate your way to remarkable results. Every Tuesday, Greg discusses one key topic he finds interesting and valuable through the lens of the essentialist. Every Thursday, he invites thought leaders, entrepreneurs, celebrities, and people like you for inspired weekly conversations focused on learning how to do what matters first and do less but better. His content will stir your thoughts and spark inspiration and action. And his British accents, well, that's just the cherry on top. Subscribe to the Greg McEwen podcast today on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast platform.